You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You are now rocking with the queen, and it's time to get real. Real. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Thirty Flirty and Thriving. It's your girl AB and Jaylen. I'm gonna hey. go ahead. Hey, <laughs> I'm gonna let everybody. I'm gonna go around the table, and um, we have two guests with us today. And so I'm gonna let them introduce themselves, and we're gonna get right into it. So to my left, I have Jamie. <laughs> that was super simple. All right, and to my right, uh, Alex. Okay, cool. So Jamie and Alex. And basically what the show is going to be about is um, kind of like the, the just men and women. Men are from, where are we from? Venus? Yeah. Are we from Venus or Mars? I can't remember. Mar- I don't know. Damn. <laughs> we just ain't from the same damn planet. Right. So we're going to talk about it. <laughs> so Alex has a lifestyle blog, mm-hmm. vlog, we'll call it. Yeah, it's more video more, more now. More video, for sure. Um, and what's website called Ultimate Bachelor, which is really just for shock value, he likes to always say. But I, I love it because it kind of, um, I think it, 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 it brings a question to me anyway that I kind of want to talk about today is, uh, and I'm going to hit you and Jamie both with this question right off the bat, is what does it mean to be an Ultimate Bachelor? Are you going to hit me with my own stuff? Yes. On your stuff. Okay. That's exactly what this uh. is for. <laughs> Uh, you want me to start, Jamie? Or are you? No, you go ahead. You yeah. yeah, I see you <laughs> trying to jump in anything. Um, I think Ultimate Bachelor. Are you talking about for the purpose of my blog or? In I'm general? talking about just your personal belief. Like, what do you think it means to be a good guy? Like yeah, an Ultimate Bachelor. I guess it's the same thing for my blog as it is for my thought. Right. Because to me, it's it's being informed um, about yourself, but also about women about your surroundings i feel like guys so often don't put thought into the things they're doing right um a lot of guys are really selfish um a lot of women are selfish too but for the purpose of this guys get selfish and forget to to think about um you know what could help them succeed right a lot of times understanding women better will get you where you want to be with women a lot but a lot better understanding you know how the world works and and you know, your lifestyle and the lifestyle you want um, better helps you get to that lifestyle better. So I would say for that, it's it's understanding what's going on around you and, and, and taking advantage of it. So being self-aware and also aware of your surroundings and the women that you are dealing with. And then taking advantage of uh, the, the opportunities that are brought to you, whether that be with the women you want or the job you want or the life you want or whatever. Okay, so follow up question: What, how do you take advantage of those opportunities? Like, how do you? First of all, if you're saying understanding what women want, how do you go about understand? That's like the age old question. Everybody wants to know how, what, I, how women work and what they want. So, how do you go about that? I think that's the whole pers- purpose of my blog is just having the conversation, right? Because every woman's going to be different, every guy's going to be different. You're, you're having like if Jamie was my best friend, right? Me and him might have a conversation that could apply to 10 other guys. But guys don't really sit in a room or write in a magazine or write on Facebook or write in a blog like women do most most times. So sharing that information, you can get a men's health or get a GQ, but how relatable are those guys? Whereas women can sit in a room and, and have a conversation with six girls, come out of that room and, and with some valuable information, um, even though it might have just been gossip. So, Right. I feel like the last part was a jab. Like, what you yeah, mean? Was, and I was right. like, wait a minute. What you mean? Even though it might have just been gossip. Wait, what? I was with right. you until that last line. Right. I was like, yeah. And then once again, here's the purpose of my blog is having conversations <laughs> that people don't want to have. <laughs> they don't want to have real conversations. And- okay, great. So, Jamie, now now what what do you think it means to be the ultimate bachelor or an ultimate bachelor? Um, I think I would say... Being an ultimate bachelor would be, you know, it's just a, kind of like a, a stage in life where you're trying to learn about yourself and your environment and, you know, relationship, building relationship with others and actually 
unlearning toxic ways. I like that unlearning toxic ways. Yeah, and 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 you know, definitely, it's a lot of a uh, behavioral, you know, things that you have to learn about others and just finding how finding out how you interact with different women, different people. You know, kind of finding out, you know, different women's love language. Stuff like that. So speaking my keywords okay. and shit. Love right. I'm learning toxic. I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so um that that's something that I would say. It's really just like it's like school all over again. You just learning yourself. Especially as you're growing up, you evolve as well, you know. School of life. I like it. So I find it interesting that neither one of you said having a six figure job or having a credit score of eight hundred or having a Benz or like none of that. Like I did, I would because I feel like a lot of people feel like that's the ultimate bachelor. The ultimate bachelor has a washboard stomach, six-figure salary, a really nice car. I didn't hear y'all talk about that. I heard you talking about taking advantage of opportunities to mm-hmm. have your best career and things like that. Right. Do you think that those things are important? Do you think that those things contribute to making you an ultimate bachelor? I, I would speak on that. Uh, I would say yes. Um, not. I wouldn't say all, all the you know, monetary things. I would say more so of like, you know, going to the gym, working out, just building your self-confidence. That goes with, you know, kind of just learning about yourself and, and building yourself up for and just kind of becoming a better, a better bachelor and a better man or, you know, husband, brother, son, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that, that definitely plays a factor in the things and, I mean, the financial things are all right, but they're they're always there. They always will come. I mean, I'd I'd go with yes. I think they do. I think it's it's what makes you attractive, right? Mm-hmm. If if you're going after a girl that likes nicer things, or you like nicer things, then I mean, my my salary is going to matter, right? If if uh, so, I'll speak to personally. I, I go to the gym every day, five days a week at least, because. I'm nine times out of ten or I'm trying to attract a woman that cares about the way I look. Um, so lot. you want a woman who – I was thought you were going to say I want a woman who cares about the way she looks. You want a woman who cares about how you look. Yeah. I, I mean, once again, we talk about the 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 conversations people don't want to have. Like guys want to be wanted too. Yeah. Like I, I want I – want, you know, when I walk in a room, girls go, oh. <laughs> I feel like girls have a reputation (laughs) for being shallow, but the more conversations I have like this, the girls have a reputation for being shallow, but I feel like the more conversations I have like this, the more I realize how much more men I think are shallow than women. Absolutely. That's crazy to me. I I need you to explain what you mean by shallow, because I I might agree with you. But like guys are really like about looks way more than women. They're about how they they look, how they look. Yeah, they're Mm -hmm. just about the surface value of like what a person looks like and what they look like. I thought women were supposed to be that way. I thought I, I'm confused on that because I thought women were always saying they don't care the way as much the way a guy looks as guys care about the way a woman looks. Well, no, to that point, we've had I've had this conversation before where it's like you'll see even on TV, even anywhere you look in society, women, beautiful women, will end up with like the ugly guy because he's funny or he has money. Mm-hmm. Yep, doesn't mean they don't necessarily care about looks. But right. I just thought that women had a reputation for being more shallow. But mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't. Oh, I, I guess along those lines, yeah, yeah, that's true. But like gold digging, you mean? Mm. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> I mean, there's, uh, yeah, I'm just there's some men out there yeah, like that. I mean, there's definitely some men out there. Yeah, I mean, I would say that it's all about with dudes. It's all about building this persona. Uh-huh. So that goes with you know, jewelry, how you look, going into the gym. It's basically just creating this persona to attract more women. Right, hundred percent. Like, yeah. That's just animalistic nature. I think right. though, yeah. like you just peacocking. Like. I'm, okay. <laughs> You you really gotta understand like all the all the events that you know that we go to, we're going for the women, you know, like if we're going to the club or you going to some event, some basketball game, you know, it, it's the that's women crazy. bring the men out. That you know, is true. that's the reason why you go to the, the club, club and it's yeah, free. Women are free. Yeah, women are free until eleven thirty, you know, because uh, that's what right. it is. And then on top of that, I mean, think about it: if women care so much more. They care so much more, put so much more time into the way they look than men do, right? So if you're a guy and you do care about that, you're gonna you're gonna have a step ahead. You know what I mean? You're gonna you're gonna be better than some guys that aren't. Mm-hmm. This is true. Look at bottle service. 
You know, that's, mm. that's, that's all we do it for. We're not doing it for dudes. Don't walk my bottle over without the firecrackers. On. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want it. Bro, Send it back. Like, go back. Yeah, go turn back. my firecrackers yeah. on and let me get that. Yeah, well, I need definitely. everyone to see right. yes. where the where the bottles yes. coming. Right. You know what? Bring the bottles where everybody else start coming mm-hmm. in. Yeah, yeah. Don't bring that shit when nobody's here. Yeah, right. no, I'm good. Right. I'm good. The club is packed. Right. Thank you. We pregamed. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> this is all show now. Right. Oh my god. Light crazy. it up. Light it up. That's <laughs> bring my damn bell here at your own bell. Okay, so <laughs> so having said that, so I'm gonna flip it a little bit, and I'm gonna ask both y'all, and then we'll we'll get to me and Jalen, mm-hmm. and I'll start with you, Jamie. What do you think makes the ultimate bachelorette? What do you think like mm. makes the highly coveted woman? Obviously, it varies with with men. Um. But I would say just a woman that has everything in order as far as, you know, goals, ambition, um, her career, the looks. Um, I mean, for, for, for most dudes, they really want something that no strings attached, doesn't really have any attachments. So some dudes might look for a girl that doesn't have any children or doesn't have a, a ex so um, I think those are some of the materialistic things that men look for. You know? Okay. That's kind of realistic, though. Yeah. yeah. It's like every day. I mean, nowadays people have children and people date. And so it's kind of like. So it's unrealistic or it's realistic? Because you said. Unrealistic. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I, and yeah. I, but I, we could go there. I could answer first or we could go there. I don't know if it's unrealistic. I just think the older you get. It yeah. becomes it just becomes a fact of life. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Like this is not my answer to the question, but to me, I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying if a girl hasn't been through some stuff by the time she's like thirty, mm-hmm. like what have you been doing? Like you're crazy. Then. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait. Are you yeah, saying definitely. that or is like I'm saying that if she if you haven't <laughs> she, been no, if you haven't been through some stuff by the time you're thirty, then like what? Why have you not? Because maybe a, they was focused. Maybe they were focused on getting their career. Maybe they were saving them. Maybe they was. I think that's traveling. an anomaly. Then I think yeah, it is I because if you haven't been in a serious relationship, yeah. I'm not saying you have to be married with kids and all this stuff. But mm-hmm. I'm saying if you haven't been through some stuff that some guys would like look down upon, then I don't want you if you haven't been through the, some of that stuff. Right. I agree. Yeah, yeah, but I, I would say it's sketchy, and it's just like, a, like a storm is coming. Yeah, yeah. and, and I, you're I, gonna be the person. And the that, bad this news. will go into my answer, but yeah, I feel like that's really interesting because, like, just from a, like my perspective, if and I always looked at it as like an insecurity issue of my own, is thinking that if I if I find a dude who's about my age and he doesn't have either kids, even though I really don't want anybody with kids, but it's, besides the point, the point is that if they do, if they don't, and they haven't had any, like you said, any like real life kind of experience, then I'm like, okay, you have no idea what real life is like. You wouldn't yeah, understand exactly. me. Like, you got your shit two together. <laughs> it's not going to work I'm out. I'm just the practice. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, mm, no. But, okay, so we can jump into. So my answer would be, and it a lot goes with stereotypes, right? A lot of times people think, Women are the ones that are supposed to be so emotionally stable versus guys and all these things. And, and I would say – I Women are supposed to be more emotionally did stable? I, did I say it wrong? Yeah, women are supposed to be more emotionally stable than guys. And, and well, have, no, no, no. I thought that women were emotionally unstable. No? I don't think so. I think okay. I think they're supposed to be able to more in touch with it and, and things uh, like that. Or supposed mm-hmm. to be. Yeah. Supposed to be. More but, in touch, not necessarily stable. Uh, I was <laughs> – if you think if you think I'm gonna sit right here and call women crazy, you crazy. You crazy. <laughs> I called you crazy. I called you crazy. I would say women have a uh, more experience with their emotions. Men, we kind of tend to not cope with our or, emotions. So sure. you know, when we deal with adversity and, and get into those situations, we kind of just don't know what to do with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to me, it's I, I want someone who has some life experience. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be this, that, or another, but just you know, ha- have your own life together. Like you said, I mean, you know, have a plan. Mm-hmm. Have um, I mean, looks and your personality that should be a given. Like I'm, I'm not looking at nobody and calling her the ultimate bachelorette if she doesn't look attractive and if she. You know, if I can't chill with her more than just in the bedroom, like mm-hmm. that goes without saying. So that's not something I'm going to bring up for this as much as I would say, yeah, you got to have a plan. Like 
you know, w- what are you doing for work now or, or what's your plan for work? Where, where do you see yourself going? And it's, it's scary because, and everyone does this, like even on a first date, you're like, you know, where could I see myself with this person in like two years and five years? And that's the way a guy makes a decision straight up. It's like, could this girl meet my mom? Like for real, like when no, I, I can, I can but see that's that. how it is for what, well, yeah. at least for me, yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. If I just, you know, talk to a guy, give him a little yeah. attention, then I'm thinking in the back of my head, can I bring them home to my parents? Right. And, well, I'm just saying for a guy, when he says a guy wants nothing, no strings attached, he meant it different. But I'm saying mm-hmm. a guy makes a decision on what you're going to be to him, mm-hmm. like right away based on everything he finds out right then. And I think that's underplayed. And underthought about mm-hmm. um, for women a lot yeah. of times, right? Like you guys think that guys want you to act a certain way, right? So not, not necessarily you two, but women think that. And so they'll act a way that they're not when the real them probably would have got them a lot farther or not would have made them not Ooh, on the side piece or something. Ladies, like y'all yeah. hear that? <laughs> Don't put on a show, just be yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And guys are the same way though, because guys will, like I, I say this all the time. I'm like, I'm not about to flash. At some girl because I'm not going to flash for her in a month. I'm going to show her exactly right now what I'll be in a month, right? Mm -hmm. And here's the thing. She'll meet me and then she'll go date some guy that flashes for her Mm -hmm. and then she'll be right back to me because Mm -hmm. my normal is better than his normal. My I just didn't flash. Right. And so it it always works out like that. And I think same thing for women. Like they want to let a guy do whatever in the bedroom or she wants to like, you know, act cool and do all this stuff when that's not the real her in a month, he's done with you the same way. Yeah. I see a lot of women go through that where each relationship, they're a different person. And then wonder what happened. Yeah. Like, why didn't he like me? Because it's not you. Yeah. That's <laughs> not, that's not you at all. And then it's just like a, a surprise, you know, when just some of the actions that you do, it's just like, Oh, I didn't know that. Well, you don't know me. Well, you never been this this person at all so, right I yeah mean, you don't really know yourself so yeah. mm-hmm. that's what that, that's, yeah that, that, that really what it boils down to is just like you're not really being ready to be in a relationship not knowing yourself and then you get into something and it's just a lot of uncertainty in mm-hmm. there so and i think that leads into what i was gonna talk, ask jaylen Jay about what you feel like the ultimate bachelorette is like the you know those qualities that possess is i feel like um a lot of that is just knowing yourself and being true and authentic to yourself and not switching it up depending on who you're with, but just oh, yeah. really owning your shit Definitely. regardless. But what do you think? <laughs> I, you were saying everything pretty much, you know, just having yourself together and mm-hmm. have, knowing what you want and knowing your worth pretty much. Mm-hmm. That's what it boils down to for me. Like, like he was saying, Alex, you don't have to just, Settle for less and act like somebody that you're not to get the person that you think is the ultimate bachelor. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, really just knowing your worth, have a plan and just be you. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately just that authenticity is going to shine through. I did a post a few weeks ago, I think, about um, when I was younger and how I was like, in this weird place in my life where I wasn't my best self, but I was kind of going through some things. And I and I, there's a lot of people I came across during that time in my life who really didn't give me a second look or anything. Mm-hmm. And now they see me and they, it's like, oh, back then hoes didn't like, want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. me. I'm like, what? Where yeah. y'all was at? <laughs> like, it's like that, though. <laughs> I like I was going through a thing. Fuck y'all. I knew I was hot then. Y'all ain't see Oh, I, I don't know what just happened. I'm just gonna <laughs> so let I'm you like, have this moment. <laughs> Enjoy that one. Yes, <laughs> I'm with you, girl. I'm no, with you. Thank girl. you. I'm like, <laughs> listen. But my point is that I I think that at the time it wasn't so much of like. I wasn't necessarily the ultimate bachelor because I didn't have a nice house or a nice car. I didn't have my shit together. It was because I wasn't secure in myself. I didn't. Mm-hmm. I sure. think that's more of what it was. And then now it's like, wow, Amber, you're so confident. Mm-hmm. You seem to have it all together. Da, 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 da. Yep. I'm like, so I think it, but it took me a long time to come into that. And that's why I think it's, it's, that's ultimately the most important thing. I think just being your best self, being your most authentic self, regardless of who you're at. You know, who you're around mm-hmm. or who you're at, where you're at, who you're around, like all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Which kind of brings me to the next thing I wanted to touch briefly on was because this is 30 Flirty and Thriving. Mm-hmm. And this this show kind of derived from me feeling like I'm kind of at my prime in life, like mm-hmm. the best that I've ever been. I feel great. I feel super confident in myself and being authentic. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about um, having had these conversations with a lot of 30 something year old men and how they feel like they're declining and they were really in their prime earlier in life. <laughs> Hey, not you necessarily. I'm just talking in general. Um, no, seriously though. So they say that men mature, or women mature faster than men. Do we also like? Are they in their prime in their 20s, high school? Like, what what do you think it is? And do you feel like women are in their prime in their like 30s or 40 or 20s? Or like, what do you think? Just when do you think that each sex, like for the most part, generally speaking, reaches their prime? What do you think, Jamie? Yeah, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. <laughs> um, Speaking to the mic. I would say uh, for males, uh, I would say like uh, mid twenties. I, w- I would say that. Um, What's a prime? Can we define prime? I mean, where you just feel like you're at your best self, like you you're hot, like you you feel good, you're you're got everything. Listen, let's just I mean, be honest. So men in their 20s, usually at this point, they have a good career. Mm-hmm. Um, they have all their hair. They are in good shape. That was not another jab. I swear. <laughs> that was not another well, this was fun. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> it wasn't a jab. But I know that's an insecurity for a lot of men. Mm-hmm. So they have all their hair. They, you know, and, and they're still like, they're just kind of they feel good a lot of guys too especially if they were hot in high school or in college they were a ball player or whatever then they still coming off of that and they're like yeah i'm still a right. man i got this great career i did da, da, da. Mm-hmm. and women i think are still coming into themselves i think it takes us a longer time to become confident with our bodies mm-hmm. i think it takes us a longer time to become confident with um who we are as a person i think it takes us longer to come to terms with where we are in our career or to be in a place where we feel comfortable or we feel successful. I think men progress. Well, I know men progress quicker in the workforce and they make more and all of that. So women don't typically do that. I think they until they're 30. So Mm -hmm. genetically or biologically speaking, we reach our sexual prime in our thirties where I think men is what men are in their sexual prime in their Mm twenties. So obviously my response is that I think women reach their prime in their thirties and men are in their twenties. But I just kind of wanted to see what the dialogue is on that and what, what everyone's thoughts are. Yeah, I, I definitely would say with men, it would be mid to late 20s. I feel like you've, like, with men, we crash and we crash early. So when we get all the downside and all the bad experiences out the way and then we start to pick ourselves up and really start to come to terms on getting to know ourselves and um, get out of our childish ways as well. Um, so I, I think for men, that would be the prime age. Women, I, I definitely would say um, 30s, definitely early 30s. Um, women, definitely, I, I think it takes a little bit longer for them. Um, 20s can be rough for women. At facts. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, just trying to figure out your career, what you want to do, where you want to go. Um, you know, relationships with friends. Mm-hmm. So that that kind of it's just a, a very evolving stage for women, I would say. Right. So Alex, with you, because uh, I feel like you got something to say about that. <laughs> I, I, it's tough because you got to. I think you really have to define like what the prime is because when when I look at what the prime is to me. I mean, I, I've never had it better than I have it now. I mean, a lot of that goes into, like, the work I put into it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I get bread. So, and I wasn't getting this kind of bread then. I mean, I, I've i always done medical device sales. So, I've, I've made good money but still make more than I ever did. Um, I mean, I'm, I get enough attention from women to feel like I'm still doing something. Mm-hmm. Um my hair is not all there, but I took care of that. <laughs> but you feel good, but you're confident in where you're at now. You don't feel like I think. I think what happens is, I mean, if we're talking specifically the hair thing, I think that that in things like that, um, you kind of grow out of worrying about that, mm. right? So, like for me, like I, I was always like on the side of like 
as soon as I have like anything, I'm just going to shave it off. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, so I never really felt like I missed a step. I was never like holding on to something yeah. and like watching it <laughs> go back <laughs> and all this. So what are you smiling at over there? <laughs> Engineer lady. Can she's you hear like, I'm not. She's like, I'm not. Nope. I'm, nope. nope. She's not. She's um, like, <laughs> yeah. So anyways, um, it, yeah. So I was never really like trying to hold on to it like that. So I think that that makes a big difference for me. But um, but you have but you have peers. So do you feel like based on the conversations you've had with your male friends or counterparts or what have you, do you feel like men kind of get in this weird space in their threes? Cause that's, cause my person, they say that men aren't really ready to settle down and be like a good man. to a woman right. until like the mid to late thirties, because then it's like, yeah, I've had my fun. I fucked up. I did all this, whatever. And well, I'm like, well, eh. I was, I was going to get at before I got caught well, on the we'll hair get thing. There. Well, I got caught on the hair thing. <laughs> Um, before I got caught on that, I was going to say, I think your prime comes from the experiences, just like I said before. Mm -hmm. Like, I was married, divorced, figured out about myself. And so once I got single again, I'm like, I've got all this knowledge in my back pocket. I've got money to be able to enjoy the things I want to be able to enjoy and pursue the things I want to pursue, entertain the type of woman I'd want to entertain and do all those things. So I can't act like when I was before I got married, I, w- I was better than now. And mm-hmm. I, and obviously marriage didn't go like I wanted it to. So can't act like I was better then. And now I've got all that with me to, to be able to relate to, to who. So my prime is now, but you may have a guy that his prime may be at 25. You may have a guy who you get that midlife crisis. Your prime may not be to your 43. So right. I think it's a situation more than it is an age or a, or a characteristic. I was just saying, generally speaking, I know it's tough. Yeah, I it is hard like because that. everyone is different, though. Everyone I, really is different. Life experience is different. What? I was going to say, I do feel like women have more, like, coming into, like you guys said, later, though. Yeah. For sure. I definitely, yeah. I, I, I Just based on conversations I've had, like, reading stuff myself, I just feel like that's, for most women, that that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're about halfway through. What I want to do is take a minute to play a song. And also, Facebook people, if you're watching, go ahead and drop some questions, comments, whatever, in the in the live um, but we're going to play, it's called Top 10 by Black Lion Society. And uh, if you happen to listen to, I think it's Hot 101.7. Let me just double check. Um, 107.5, go ahead and request that they play that song too. Um, Top 10 by Black Lion Society. <laughs> In the world, I be top 10. No need for stress, cause I'm top 10. See me in my best, top 10. So historic when I'm stepping in my top 10. Top 10, 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 top 10. Campaign hat styling in my top 10. Siblings got them on deck, I need about 10. They know it's going down when I walk in. Hit the key in my 10, about to drop 10. This Detroit way of living, something different, feeling like we got Joe Spirit up in us, huh? Rock bottom till we boss it up. Most wanted cause we floss too much, maybe it's the young in us. What up, though? Earl Flinning in my tens, man. Park the vet, do my bop, cop a fit out of Northland. Top tens of Soul Town, the Motown, City of Boom, back to Geek Town. Squaw, in the world, I be top ten. No need for stress cause I'm top ten. See me in my best, top ten. So historic when I'm stepping in my top ten. Gotta stick with tradition, these buffs is all wood, OG, Cardi Vision, uh, chin chillers to the floor, boy, look at that, three stripes on my feet, I'm a true player, tracksuit, tens, fat laces, Kazale frames, I'm fresh, y'all hating, swatch, watch, blue band, rubber casing, dookie roast, too fat, posted at the races, who else rocking tens like us, can't copy originality, you win like us, uh, had to hit him, here, read it, had it just to feel complete, I'm three stripes from my head, I'm down on my feet. In the world, I be top 10. No need for stress, cause I'm top 10. See me in my best, top 10. So historic when I'm stepping in my top 10. Top 10, top 10, top 10, top 10, top 10, top 10, top 10.
This is James. James. This is James. James. Yes. Okay. James Bowers. James Bowers. Okay, what's up? You're on the All air. Right. Uh, the undercard. Uh, uh, are y'all wrong? That's that's the wrong show, James. <laughs> <laughs> that was awkward. I'm, I'm lost. I'm, I'm lost. You are lost. Uh, correct and, place, I'm, wrong I'm, day and time. Huh? What? I'm lost. Am I calling on a radio station or am I calling Brad's number? You're calling a radio station. Well, what's up, y'all? <laughs> hey. There we go. Hey, so, James, up, James, what yeah, do you think makes yeah. the ultimate bachelor? I can't hear you. <laughs> what do you think makes an ultimate bachelor? Oh, that must be the topic for today. It is yes. the topic. Let's go. All right, let's get it on. Okay. What would make the ultimate bachelor? Yep. For one, you got to be single. Well, damn. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah, that's important. Okay, because all, all bachelors don't be single. You're right. Well, you know, they got these little concubines running around. They think, you know, <laughs> don't, don't work like that. All right, so, so I will say it will start by being single. Yeah. For two, if it's televised, you have to be a marketable, likable person. Marketable, and for three, person. you have to be genuine, humble, and down to earth. Hey. So you can relate. So I like you can it. relate to some of the women and get just compatible with most of them until he find the right one. It wouldn't be he wouldn't be a good bachelor if he couldn't relate or uh, if he couldn't vibe or or fall to understanding with some of the women arriving to a point to where. He can come to common ground and they can meet up and take it from there. But that's my opinion of a, a, a noble batch. Yeah, for sure. You know, Absolutely. Really, well, we appreciate yeah, that. That's, that's good on the fly. Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty good. I'm glad you caught <laughs> in, James. That's a 10 star guy. You know, that's the type of guy you would want. Yeah. You know, you don't want nobody that's, you know, that's just making everything happen because you just got a lot of women and. That's right. the flash. You got to right. get the, the gab. Now that's yeah. that's another thing too. If you got to get the gab, right? You say anything, and make it happen. Mm-hmm. Hold on, James. You single? Or are, you, as, are you single? Or you no, got a, you got a girl? Uh, no, no. no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not single. I'm, <laughs> I'm off the market. <laughs> Let's be very clear on that. Wife, I love you. I love yeah, you. Sure. <laughs> she here right now. Gays, I don't want no problems. Right. <laughs> y'all got my opinion. Anytime y'all need to. Oh. Okay. Well, James, fiance, you got a good one. Thank you, James. <laughs> All right. All right. I got to tune in. I got to work. Y'all need to be on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We're going to work on this. We're yeah, going right, right. to make this happen. Thank you, James. All right. Y'all have a good one. You, you too. too. Well, that was fun. So, <laughs> um, all right. So, actually, he said something. Well, it was kind of the conversation that made me think something. I got a couple of topics or questions I still want to ask. But what defines single? I, I saw this this meme on Facebook. Instagram <laughs> recently where it's like okay there's these different stages where you're like talking dating uh single um exclusively dating yes. in a relationship so there are all of these situationships there are all of these different terms and and you usually don't even know what stage you're in because people don't communicate nope. shit Nope, so all. let's talk about it. Yeah. What's well, Jalen? Jalen? Yeah, oh, this wait, wait. touching. I think Jalen needs <laughs> oh, to speak okay. about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I was. I don't know why I just felt this energy. Like I needed <laughs> to ask like, you, Jalen. You got it. Oh, got no. It. So what, I got it. Okay. Go ahead. You got it. No. Um. I guess single would be single. Single. Like you're not talking to anybody or anything like that. Um. I don't know. I just single single just comes to my mind because I feel like if you're talking to somebody, then I mean, it's kind of like you are trying to pursue that person. So it's almost like, hmm. a, I don't know, a situation. I don't know. I, I got it. Go ahead. Because you, you actually hit the nail on the head with the communication. You are single until you decide with someone yeah. you're not single. So don't ask me. 
mm-hmm. about anything unless I've talked to you about us being in a relationship. You, what you have is so many people afraid to have a conversation about what you are. And if mm-hmm. and ladies, if you're with a dude and you can't ask him what you are, then you're nothing. So mm. damn, just, just wow. to be very Shit. clear, you need a ding ding on that one. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying because. Because there's, there's that two- was kind of a hurtful thing. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that, that hit a nerve somewhere within me. I was but like, there's, shit. <laughs> no, but there's two. Oh, like, man. But there's two sides. There's two sides to it. I'm saying, really, like everyone is just scared to have a conversation. And I think a lot of times, ladies, they don't want to have a conversation because they know the they answer, know. and so and they don't want it to end. Whatever, whatever you are, mm-hmm. but at the same time, if you haven't had a conversation with the dude, like, how, why are you holding him to? to your rules in your mind that you haven't discussed because they don't want to they don't want to come to terms with the truth that they're just friend zoned i right. mean right they're just a friend right so. and so that's and that's why so many feelings get hurt mm-hmm. like if you just had a conversation you know where you're at you can cut it off if, if you're not happy with it you can keep it going if mm-hmm. it's exactly where you want it to be right but to me i'm i'm single until until i've agreed with you that this is what we're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. I think everybody needs to kind of communicate and have the conversation ahead of time of what people define certain stages. Cause not everybody, you know, defines their stages the same. Cause mm-hmm. you know, you're saying talking, talking to me is like entertaining. It's not mm-hmm. more so like a relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's just having those conversations ahead of time of, what people believe, you know, certain stages are to them and then just kind of finding that common ground, really. Yeah, I think as long as you're comfortable in in just kind of going with the flow, then you're fine. But if you really are wanting something more out of it, I think it's important to discuss expectations kind of earlier on. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you don't know. Well, according to you, you know right off that first date you, you whether you can bring her home to mom or not. You ne- don't necessarily know whether she's going to be like your girlfriend, but you mm-hmm. know what your intentions are. Mm-hmm. So rather than leading people on or you know just kind of going with it actually having that conversation you know what i'm saying like i think it's just respectful like i try to be very honest and upfront in my situations like hey this is what it is you know right. whatever and but that's in that's why i always say like people are you single are you taking up like i'm da- i always say i'm dating and that doesn't mean i'm necessarily dating i just always say that i feel like number one <laughs> i feel like this girls go to right yeah just it's like i'm open, open to date. yeah because i'm just like it's that is just kind of a safe zone for me mm-hmm. and, and I just that's my go-to mm-hmm. and and like Alex said until discussed otherwise until it's like okay this is how I feel and that you might have that conversation and maybe one person is ready for something more and one person's not mm-hmm. you kind of but you just as long as you're open and honest about it then yeah. it I think so many people get like up in arms about that though because we're talking I'm obviously talking from the side of guys like saying you know, if you if you can't have a conversation with a guy, then then you're nothing. But it goes the other way too. Like if a dude, like if, if you know, we go on a couple of dates, and I'm like, then you know, like what's up? Like I'm like feeling you. What's I can definitely see a girl doing the same thing, being like, whoa, this dude's yeah, like all up on me, sweating me. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm done with this. Yeah. Whereas whereas he's trying to curb, and just like women do the same thing, they're trying to curb the crazy or the overbearing, right? Like if I know where I'm at, okay, I can once again make my decision to do what I want to do from there. But I think people. People get like up in arms just when that conversation's tried to be had with them, um, and that's when I'm always like, "You need to light, lighten up, like chill." Well, do you yeah. think um, people get like that because they don't want to hurt the other person's feelings, or like I'm saying, like before before you know somebody, right? Mm-hmm. So there's there's this in between, right? Where it's, oh, dude's cool, and I'm speaking from a girl's behalf now, just on experience that I've mm-hmm. seen or, or or conversations that I've had. But I can see a girl, and I'm you know grouping a lot of people in, but I can see a girl in the in between stage where she doesn't know if a dude is cool or not or whatever, mm-hmm. feeling them a little bit. They're going out, whatever, and him trying to just like set the tone. And I've I've seen girls be like. Well, now he's like sweating me. He's all upon me. He's he's doing all this when he's really just trying to like figure out what he you know what his name mm-hmm. does he need to go date somebody else if she's like nah I'm good yeah, and vice versa. I mean, if a girl brings it up to a dude, I see dudes all the time be like, oh no, now she hooked and and all this stuff, right? When she's <laughs> really just trying to decide like should she put more effort into this? Right. Should she put less? Exactly. Mm-hmm. All those things. So I, it just frustrates me when when people and I know it's gonna sound redundant when people get frustrated someone's asking them what are we right like yeah. especially 
after stuff has happened, right? If you've mm-hmm. gone on three or four dates, like I got to know what what I'm doing. Like, I think once you bump uglies, it's time to have a conversation. That's how I feel. One hundred percent. Once you have sex, it's like okay, I'm the type of person. If I have sex with you, I'm having sex with you. I'm not. I'm not. I don't casually have sex. So right. I need to know. Like, what are we? Yeah, because yeah. I, if I obviously, if I want to be able to depend on that, because I like it or whatever, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Then, like, I need Because I like it. it. Yeah. You know, then I need to know that I can depend on that when I want it again. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, I it's, agree. That's good. I think you should be able to have a conversation at that point. So, for you sure. You should, for sure. So, um, Unfortunately, that might come like two hours into knowing each other sometimes. But oh. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! What do you mean, whoa? whoa. Like, you don't yeah. know what I'm talking oh, about. Everybody face like, what the fuck are you talking about? No, I know what he's talking about. Oh, what shit. you mean? You <laughs> meet somebody, you meet somebody, and y'all go home. What was the I've whoa about? After two hours of knowing someone, oh, that ha- I I thought two hours was generous. Sometimes, sometimes you meet at the end. I'm I not saying that's not that's life. not my move, but. I'm I'm, I've I'm never had a one night stand. I, I don't know. Like I've never. I almost did once, and I went home, and then I was like, "Oh no, 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 no! This is not. No, like, I'm sorry. I didn't thing. know what happens in these you gotta situations." Gotta see the parking lot pimping. Right. I thought we were gonna just like <laughs> hang out and have tea or something. You I must, wasn't sure. You must not have heard that the firecrackers came to my table there. Oh. I'm playing. I'm playing. Anyways, <laughs> anyways what I'm saying is, <laughs> oh like man, what I'm saying, y'all acting like I'm out there. Wait, I, wait till, wait till people hear this. I'm saying, oh, I'm saying that people, <laughs> people meet, and you can't act like it's not a thing because there's a term for it. One night stand, like yeah, right. So well, no, it, but well, well, but see, but that's I just assume if you have a one night stand, then it if you meet that person, and you have sex at night. I just assume that's that was it. what that's what it was. No, nah, that's not always. The I know. I've I've oh, I've hooked I up with someone. Uh, I ended up dating. What's um. John Legend, or uh, what's her name? Um, His wife? Chrissy Teigen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they, they did a one-night stand, and then they ended up being together, whatever. Wow. Yeah. So, like, I know it happens, but I just would assume. And we're getting, it, our, we're getting our terms mixed, right? Because a one-night stand is technically hooking up and then not talking again. I'm, I'm saying that's we're talking about, if you're just talking about sex, people have sex the first night, and that doesn't mean that's all it's going to be. It's just we've had sex the first night. Um, and that could come two hours into meeting each other. That could come in the bathroom at the club that we're, we're at. So. So that's crazy. just life. Y'all are mad at me. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just. No. Y'all surprised at me. Engineer lady. Now you listening, huh? flirty and thriving thing. So we I'm got still you kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> uh, welcome back. <laughs> so, well, that went off in left field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody mm. chime in on Facebook with some shit on one night stands? I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> moving the fuck on. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about apologizing because this was the only fucking thing that you put on our shared list to talk about. Women apologizing? Yeah. I, I feel like after the comments I just made, I'm not really in the position to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I will talk about it. I will. Uh, I, once again, I kind of touched on this earlier, um, was women are, are the ones that are supposedly supposed to be so in touch with their feelings. Mm-hmm. I want to know how many dudes have actually heard, especially if they're in a relationship, their woman apologized to them for doing anything wrong. Do you really feel like women don't apologize like that? I really feel like women don't apologize. And I think it's because guys mess up so much that, like, when it comes time for them, like, it, they mess up. A lot of times they don't feel like they have to. But I I have been in so many relationships with good girls that I'm like, have I ever heard them actually just stop and say, I'm sorry for this? Like, they will go to the ends of everything to avoid saying, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, can you think Can you think of a time you, when's the last time you apologized? Today. To a guy. Today. To, to me? No. <laughs> I didn't even talk to you today. Well, I, know, I didn't talk to you for half a second. I'm but, like, no, no, I haven't, um, I apologize today or whatever. I apologize. For what, though? Because. I'm talking about real apology, like mess up real mm-hmm. apology. Uh. Fucking probably yesterday or Sunday. I apologize every fucking day. <laughs> I'll be fucking no. shit up. Yeah. <laughs> well, you I apologize anomaly. every day. I'll be like, listen, I am so sorry. I am an asshole. I think I did apologize. For what? What did you apologize for? Something petty. Right. That, that's not what I'm no, talking about. No, I, I did. 
I apologize for deep things. Like, I do. I Because I'm just like, you have to own your stuff and I know it hurts. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, I do. Like, I feel like I probably over-apologize. I feel like I, yeah, I'm some, Okay, that's true. Because some women do. Well, well, I think some women will take on the burden of something they shouldn't take on. But I'm talking yeah. about an actual mess up apology. Yeah, I've, well, I know I do Jamie? that, so I can't relate. I, I can agree with you. Definitely, I can agree. I've never really sincerely heard a woman apologize in my personal experience. And, you know, if they did apologize, it really didn't sound genuine. Mm-hmm. And it was just like going through the motions. And their actions didn't really align with the apology. Right. So what so. is a genuine apology? Yes. So when I when I think about it, like, I think about it because what's – What's the thing a woman always wants when a dude messes up? It's like you can't even say sorry, and he's forced to say, and then you do not I move just on. Stop fucking up until fuck up, apologies. Don't do shit again. Right, true, but you do not move on until you hear a genuine apology and you truly believe it, and the actions line up with the apology. Like if guys waited for that, man. I feel like you and I had a conversation one time. You apologized. And he's like, "Well, I don't know what else you want me to do. I apologize." And I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit about your apology. No. Like, no. Because here's, oh, here's because here's the thing I I make an effort to <laughs> genuinely think through everything I say and think through the things I do even if sometimes it's after the fact and and because I was wrong but if I'm given an apology like I've gave you an apology like I don't know I don't yeah. know what else I'm supposed to do if I give you a genuine apology like like we can talk about it but you can't expect me to like come out of the woodwork with something <laughs> that's gonna make you feel better yeah I. From a female's perspective, apologizing, I feel like that too. Like, what else more can I do? If it's genuine, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. To answer your question, though, a genuine apology is acknowledgement. And I think that's what you're speaking on is women do not – they don't acknowledge the wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. But when we do something wrong, you force us to acknowledge – the wrongdoing and apologize. That's what you're looking for. Not necessarily the apology, but the acknowledgement of it. Yeah, I think uh, apology is like a sandwich. It's like the first part is acknowledging what you did wrong. Mm-hmm. Then you actually apologize. I'm sorry. I, I regret that it made you feel this way. Because exactly. even, even if you re- don't necessarily regret what you did mm-hmm. or you're not sorry for what you did, maybe yeah. you're just sorry that it caused them pain right. or yeah. it caused them confusion. Then you apologize for it and then you wrap it up with, I will you know, yeah. whatever action. your whatever action, your, yeah. your yeah action is, your problem, your mm-hmm. solve to the problem or whatever. Just like I will not do it again, or I will do my best, or I'll pay more attention, or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Right. I feel like that it, to me is a sincere apology, and then the carry through, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I say, I, I how many times I've heard, well, this is I don't even know why you asking me about this because it's not half as bad as what you did. And I'm like, oh yeah, I've done that. <laughs> yeah. I've done that. I've done that. And you know what? Petty I will walk. say, <laughs> a lot of women are in relationships with people, and I feel like. I mean, honestly, this is me and my ex-husband. It's like he he messed up so much kind of in the beginning that I stayed with him and he felt indebted to me. Right. And he was like, no matter what I do, I'm never going to make it up. And I'm right. like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, yeah. That doesn't mean you it don't owe like, sometimes. You know what I mean? Well, for sure. And I did. But I'm just saying, like, at the end of the day, it was just that is a burden I think a lot of relationships carry yeah. where one person is always indebted to the other person because they did something. And the other person is like, well, listen, you can't sweat me for nothing because you did X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. And right. I think, like a healthy relationship you have to like really forgive and let stuff and let go, go yeah. and move forward yep. and there's not a tally you did this mm-hmm. I did that because you will never get anywhere for Absolutely. sure and, but so to the point that Jamie made like I think that's where a lot of stuff can linger in a relationship for a guy is because he never got the acknowledgement that she knew this was wrong so then when it happens again it's like I told you about this and she's like well why why are you bringing up what happened last time right. and it's like yeah. because you, you never mind yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then so, it's a cycle. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So to that point, so like when men and women apologizing, um, we only have a couple of minutes left, but I just want to address really quickly uh, alpha and beta roles. Like, I feel like a lot of men. Um, well, I'll just say like I feel like sometimes in relationships, there's a there's a struggle for who wears the pants. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? Like how to how to assert, or is it okay for a woman to be the dominant person in the relationship, or the leader, or the pants wearer, or whatever? I've actually have been the dominant role, I guess, but um, not by choice. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> not by choice. Never by choice, really. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm paying for stuff and I'm doing this, I'm doing that. 
making choices, yes, like leading I'm the direction the guy of the relationship, in the, the relationship. family. The, yeah. Yes. And then it was weird, kind of, when I get into a different relationship. And then it's like the guy's wearing the pants. Yes. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like. Well, I can do this because you're so used to it. Yeah. And it's like, well, I can do this. And they're like, no. Mm-hmm. What are you thinking? Like, yeah. so, so how does a man who is dealing with a woman who's used to being the alpha role or who's used to being the leader in the relationship, how does a man kind of assert himself as that dominant person in the relationship? I don't, I don't, I think that gets off to the wrong foot as well, right? Because I think that's something that should be communicated, right? If, if, we talk about all these different situations, which is so hard, right, it's, you, to say, to just have a conversation. That's the hardest thing to do in a relationship, have mm-hmm. a real conversation mm-hmm. where everyone shares their honest opinions and that kind of thing. So I think if you're communicating, I'm better at this, so I'm going to take the lead on this. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. You're better at this, so that's why I'm not doing this because you're better at this. Do you agree? Mm-hmm. And that kind of conversation a lot of times will, will lead to something you know, that everyone finds their role. And it's not mm-hmm. alpha, beta. It's, it's, this is my thing, right? Like, I'm, I'm never going to have a woman mow my yard, like, just because that's my thing. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure. What no if she woman, wants to? I was just getting ready to say that. It's, I, I'm saying, like, if she wants to, like, I'm, I have a problem with it. Like, to me, in my mm-hmm. mind, it's just like, I, I mow the yard. And that's just one thing I'm thinking of. Like, um, and, and there's probably I'm but I'm old school with a lot of different gender mm-hmm. roles too. But but I communicate all those. Like I don't expect you to do this and this is what I expect I'm gonna do. You tell me what you think. Right. And mm-hmm. let's go there. So What do you think, Jamie? Do you think that it's a way that you can kinda come into it and assert that that lead role in the relationship, especially with somebody who's used to doing everything themselves? Mm-hmm. I think it, it goes with having a conversation and getting to know each other. You kinda find that out. It's just by uh talking about your upbringings. Mm-hmm. parents household you know past relationships uh, so you kind of get a gist of kind of love language is kind of the roles that they played and the roles that the significant people played in their life as mm-hmm. well that have an influence on them so i uh, i would say that um me personally, I'm big on equality. So, you know, just kind of finding that common ground with 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 anything, you know, if so it's something that you like to do or something that you're good at, you know, let's let's both work on that. If we're both good at it, let's do it together. And if you feel like you want to do this one day, go ahead by all means, you know, just whatever to make the woman happy. Um, but that's just me personally, but trying to find it can be difficult without communicating really Mm -hmm. and you really shouldn't force things like that either you know so it it, i feel like it'll come naturally really with communication and and getting to know each other i don't know that i agree but we don't have enough time to talk about it (laughs) until next time i appreciate the feedback maybe some of the listeners will agree with that but uh, all right, so we're about to wrap up. I want to go around the table, give everybody an opportunity to just kind of like say any last words. If you want to shout out your social or your job or whatever you got to do, just do it quickly. Jalen, y'all know me. It's Jalen. <laughs> hey, Jamie. All right, it's AB. Thirty flooding and thriving are the best Amber across all social platforms. And you can find me at, at Ultimate Bachelor A by at U L T B A C H on Instagram, and then my blog is in the bio. Perfect. Thank you guys so much.